Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. From tactical analysis to player updates. We've got you covered on all the latest news on Las Aguilas. Now, let's start the show. This is the Eagle Eye Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping briefly that uh, 1-1 draw against Rayados at home. And then, of course, we're going to be talking the big competition, the one that I think we all agreed on uh, on the podcast that is the objective, the main objective for America, and that is the CONCACAF Champions Cup. And, uh, of course, we have a very special guest joining us to do so. So without further ado, let me welcome back to the podcast our very own beloved friend. It is none other than Brian himself, Mr. Foot Cult. How are you, my friend? Good. Happy to know. Finally got another title. The drought has ended. And on to the next one. Where we got another drought to, to cancel out. So I'm ready to roll. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been... I got to do the math here. Was it 2016? 2016, actually. 2016, so it's been coming up on eight years. A long. Huge drought. Huge, huge drought that we definitely need to uh, revert and all that stuff. And then, of course, joining us, it is none other than the man from the Bronx himself, AJ. AJ, how are you, my friend? I ain't from the Bronx. I'm from Brooklyn. Come on now. You've been knowing me for a while. Oh, shoot. I mean, my bad. Yes, you're right. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you're an island. <laughs> I think that would have been a worse, uh, a, a worse diss to AJ if I would have said Staten Island. Dude, it's like that, bro. That, that's like a part new, bro. It's like it don't exist, though. We don't count it. But yeah, nah, I'm doing good. Um, Start of a new week. Start of a new tournament for America. CONCACAF Champions League. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get into what is uh, the CONCACAF Champions Cup now. We used to call it hashtag CCL Fever, Brian. Now with the new introduction of the name CONCACAF Champions Cup, I guess it's going to be CCC Fever? I I, I really don't know. Triple C Fever. Triple C Fever. There you go. I think I like it. That's much, much better. Um, But yeah, uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk all all things Champions Cup in just a minute. Gentlemen, I just want to pick you guys' brains a little bit in regards to the game against Monterrey. Only because <clears throat> we were all talking about it on Saturday after the game ended. And it seems like I was the only one losing my head at the fact that America dropped two points at home against a Rayado side that we, AJ, clearly dominated. Even though the stats sometimes don't reflect that. But I think, as you see, the majority of the game, as it progressed, it looked like America were the better side. So, talk to me. Uh, kind of how do you feel after the game dropping two points obviously is never a good thing uh, but you just as Brian Dylan I would say Chris maybe even Christian all walked out saying you know what it's not the end of the world I mean sure back-to-back draws are never the greatest thing to be experienced as a Medica fan you know drop points you clearly could have gotten six points of the game against Nagaxa and Monterrey but keep in mind um, whenever we're going away Aguascalientes it's never really the best night for America away games just at time we just seem to struggle as a whole even though it may look like we're performing well but just sometimes it's just gonna be a hard be a hard fought um game for America between any team anytime any team plays against America they're gonna get the 110 percent they're gonna do everything that they possibly can to aggravate America in every single possible way for us to come out with a draw at first I was dentist I mean I'll take that the game against Monterrey everyone was really expecting a win we need to know as well with against these two teams America and Monterrey, they have some of the most stacked stack rosters in this entire league, and you're playing much playing against arguably a team that's gonna, you know, give Omega a run for their money and possibly trying to take away, you know, the big company not so from them. Um, all in all, I mean, yeah, it's that we did dominate, but then there's clearly looking that final third we talked about live on the pod the first time. That final third is where Omega just seems to struggle a lot in it. You even see like some of the misses that we were seeing from guys like like Jonas, for example, miss missed like a couple of good opportunities to get himself goal in that game, especially like from our winners as well. We were having opportunities, just that ball was just not really going in the back end, nor were America really taking the greatest looks at goal. But at the really end of the day, we were able 
to still secure a point. No one really did lose at the end of the day. I'm really okay with this. Maybe maybe like from American saying like this is not really a good performance. You gotta keep this in mind. It's the oh, it's the first couple of matches of the Hornada. You know, especially with all these different turns you got now to a Concaf right around the corner. All these teams are gonna have different rotated rosters. You know, some of them are gonna maybe be experimenting. Though I feel like with Jardine, you know, we're coming off of a Campeonato. He's trying to test the wars out with with some of the players that we do have at our first couple of games. I do feel like all in all, we did our very best with what we could against Ayelas. Yes, I know we could have really done more with the ball and scored more than that one goal, but although I'm fine with the point, it's at home. We still didn't lose. We're still undefeated in the regular season so far, and now we're looking forward to um the CONCACAF Champions League. So you know, I'm okay. I'm okay with this, even though like like I mentioned, like I may I may recognize saying that it was a poor performance of being at the at the end of the day, you still didn't you still didn't lose. And I feel like that's okay with me. Okay, interesting perspective right there. Um, Ricardo saying uh, America dominated Rayados Lara gave them life they were on the ropes the entire game America shooting itself in the foot as always Brian do you think that's a fair uh, analysis of, of, of the game do you do you walk away feeling the same as AJ or, or do you kind of fall in the middle between me and him um, given given the season we have right now with the league and the international tournament coming up I, I you want to win that game? I mean, because of how many chances there were, how many, like, like, yeah, the energy and the rhythm with with America, and it felt like even though they 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 dropped that goal, you felt like there was gonna another one was coming for America. Yes, you can you can argue for the penalty, and I would love to, I would love to have had that penalty, but I felt like beyond that, we should have scored another goal. That being said, if you look at you know, we've got I think it was three wins, two draws, right, or four or Four wins for four wins, two draws. So everything's shaping up pretty good. Um, and like we said, there's going to be rotations, and unfortunately, we have three games in eight days. So could we have had a better, you know, flow of that game with a different lineup. I think so. Um, but I, I'm okay with it. One point's okay, and um, that team's going to look different, and, and Monterrey is going to look different down the road. So you just got to do what you have to do, and we're we're managing everything right now. And then you know I, I'm okay with it. Uh, but it's true we 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 could have put away three points. I think for me that's the most frustrating thing about it. It's because knowing the fact that these games are coming thick and fast for America, especially the month of February, it just seems like it's going to be all jam packed. I would have liked to have a much more of a cushion up at the table. When in reality, we know that we need to maybe focus a little bit more on the CONCACAF Champions League. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think that we're going to have to sweat a lot to get through Real Esteli. Um, But granted, you know, you never know. Injuries happen. We know that we're not the most healthiest squad at the moment. So you do feel like maybe there are going to be a couple of tired legs and, and that might kind of, you know, play a factor. And you also have to start thinking ahead, too, like, we already know who our next opponent is going to be in the CONCACAF Champions Cup. If and when we do get into the next round, we obviously are going to be expecting uh, Chivas, which, right, they have to get through their round as well. But assuming that both teams go through, now you're thinking now that's a very high-intensity game that you know that is going to go back and forth for two legs that you know that you have to be at your utmost best. So dropping two points away at Nekaxa, dropping two points away at home, against a very, I want to say, bland Monterrey. I feel like it was the perfect opportunity for America to sit perfectly at the top of the table and be able to spare dropping two, maybe even three points at one point, knowing that, hey, you have a good cushion. There's no re no reason as to why you would then have to worry about it later on. So, I don't know. I, 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 that's the most frustrating thing about it as well. I mean, the game itself was frustrating just because, like you mentioned, AJ, the lack of uh, consistency in that final third always seems to be present whenever we don't have our, our, our number nine, which is Henry. And I think Chris mentioned it in, um, in one of his comments here, right? The game is won with Henry Martin. Uh, our, you know, our man, specifically Dylan's man, uh, doesn't get enough love for how crucial he is. And sometimes not even necessarily with the goals he scores, um, but the passes and avenues he does open up. So 
Actually, I saw on Twitter, somebody made a great thread on the opportunities America missed, like clear-cut opportunities, and then like the possible opportunities because the, the, the pass in the final third wasn't there. And I'm just looking back and I'm thinking, yeah, no, this game, this game should have been in our pocket. And it was just frustrating that we, uh, we weren't capable of doing that. Well, and the so. other thing, too, is the only thing about that game, other than obviously being frustrated that another goal didn't get scored, was the last seven minutes, there was no midfield for America, and they were on their, they were on their heels. And like that one play that, was, that hit the crossbar, you're like, come on, mm-hmm. man, like, don't, don't choke this. <laughs> like, no, yeah, exactly. Left, you know, but outside of that, you know, nobody was really linking up in that second half. That, 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 that's unfortunate, but you know, there's still a lot of football to be played. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, let's bring in a man that knows uh, a little bit or two about scoring goals. That is Dylan himself. Dylan, talk to me. How do you feel after dropping two points away at the Estadio Azteca? Um, it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Considering like like how Brian said, like had that chance but hit the post, and you know, there's other opportunities. To win the game, I thought we were in a great position for a, for a while to win the game, but um, no, you don't. No, but it's, it's okay. Like uh, at this rate, too, I think uh, I think I said it too, as we we're. I think the prior the Bronco Bronco Um, so you know, one game. Um, uh, but it sucks to drop this point, especially at home. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um. Just kind of want to read through the comment section right here. I know I, I got Louis here who's asking me about trivia. Says I got eleven points um, on trivia. Is there second place? Uh, yes, Louis. We are working on that. Do not worry. Uh, but again, I do encourage all of you guys to make sure you guys uh, tune into the podcast or tune into our Twitter where we are releasing questions every Thursday. Um, and we'll get to more details about later on when I get to the bonus question of the episode. But I just kind of want to put Louis. A little bit at ease. Uh, we are working on like a second or third place price as well. So, um, gentlemen, what more could you add on in regards to this game um, besides the frustrations? Um, any positives to take away from this? Really? Well, I mean, like, I guess you could say that we did really think another goal was coming. So at least they did at one point look really threatening and dangerous. You know, I don't know, just. It, think that once when it was one 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 kind of like went out the window a little bit but there's still that like that drive like once they're up they're they got a little bit of that killer instinct it's just it's a bad goal to let in um but again you the, the, the game wasn't lost so that's that's my positive i guess yeah that's true aj um i mean it's tough to really pick out i mean i really did feel like the defense Considering that what Lada did, I feel like some of our best players, I feel like in that game was the defense itself. They really did everything that they possibly can, especially in securing um Brandon Vasquez, it was quite that entire night. I don't even think there was a moment I could really recall. I think it was maybe only one moment where he got a good opportunity at goal, and that just didn't appear. He was he played a full eight three minutes practically doing nothing. Like he was existing for Monterey, just he was never really get a good um touch all the ball. Or even ever look threatening. Our defense at the end did a good job. If we're not talking about that mistake, he was probably one of the better plays he did. That assist was really good from him. It's just unfortunate that the error that he did commit in the goal that led up to Sergio Canada's goal is unfortunate. That's what everyone's going to remember for. But I feel like he did do his best considering he was playing in a position that he did not play in. So I'm fine with that. And all I feel like the defense, for the most part, they did what they have to do. In that game against Mario, especially I'm looking at someone like Chicote Caron, I think me and Brian um, mentioned as well that how he's able to really stop um, on the counter. Anytime that Monterey were going to really try to go up front or, you know, try to blast down the wings, Chicote's right there to stop the winger at, at any moment in time to where then either Monterey either has to go fight for the wall back or they got to halt the play and let everyone else catch out while Mako's also able to get themselves back to the fence. I feel like for a game this time around for Chicote, it's good for him, and as, as well, I think I don't really recall those moments he was getting booed at as much. Every time he touched that ball, I wasn't really hearing any boos. Um, so that's another good thing to consider. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I know you mentioned Chicote, and so Chris is definitely going to be uh, happy 
Christian, maybe not so much. But he he has done fairly well on that side. And I think he's adapting to to what Harinel wants from him uh, and, and what the team demands from him as well. So I think, yeah, at the moment, it, it's looking like a, you know, thumbs up situation. Um, but he has to continuously showcase that, right? And he mentioned that he has a huge uphill battle to climb in order to kind of win the fans back. But I think his performances are helping. And I think a goal or two might, even boost his uh his situation with the fan base and his morale as well so we'll see what happens it should be interesting but yeah and, and those are two two good positives i guess that we can take away from that that sense um i'm trying to think of one myself and in, in i guess yeah like brian said i guess the positive is not losing and so but again too dolph says it perfectly he says america seems to be in cruise control right now they still haven't kicked into gear and and it's, i mentioned it last episode but I'm going to reiterate it again. It, it seems like America as, at most gets into third third gear and really doesn't go into fourth. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's something not clicking, not gelling. Um, I think it's the lack of kind of players we have to create opportunities for our forwards. Uh, but even then, I, I do think that we're in prime positions to score opportunities. It's, it just, I don't know, Brian, what is it that America looks like they can be on cruise control yet last season we saw them well not necessarily at this moment tearing it apart but after league's cup doing what we saw them do i think it's kind of like a pacing i mean obviously there's not a full consistency um as we're seeing um, the lineups are changing a lot so i think they're just kind of pacing themselves because there's been there there's always fortunately the window for injury and window for suspension like we saw with richard um so I don't think they're, I don't think they're there yet. Like, yeah, it's, it's basically a cruise control. My thing is, I, I think they're really going to turn it on and hit, hit a good form and hit a good, you know, and drive forward, especially with this, this cup coming up um, where things can like, you know, the stakes are higher. So it might be like a cruise control right now, but I think that's just lack of consistency. A couple, a couple shakeups in the, in the 11 and you and you kind of need to get guys rotated in, in, in you know, on their feet. So I think that that's, that's my two cents on that. My real question is, when are we going to start getting some stability here with Hardide? Right. And I know it hasn't a hundred percent been up to him because of course players are out, right. Henry goes down injured. Um, yeah, that's you true. know, we had Richard of course with the with suspension. And then of course, uh, Kevin Alvarez who's still not good or, or fit to play. So I, I guess I know there's a lot of moving pieces here, but I just feel like uh, we're AJ. We're always on 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 high alert as oh, is Harden going to play this squad or is Harden going to do this? Like you know, whenever Christian was on here, we were talking about predicting starting elevens. It wasn't so much like oh, you know, this is definitely what's going to come out. Is okay, let's kind of play the guessing game. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's also a factor as well. We just have so many games this time around. So it's really important with the players that we have at our disposal to really just rotate that starting 11. You know, it's still around the season. Jenny is still trying to figure out exactly, you know, how can I improve this squad with the players that we have? For the most part, it's practically the same. He's now just trying to, you know, figure out more options with the players that he has. Like, what can he do with them? Is there maybe a player he can maybe put it in a different position now? See what works out in the different forces that we could play. You know, like, when we bring in Ilian Hernandez, trying to see, all right, this guy, we got him on loan for, our, you know, the next six months. Let's put him up for a couple of games. I want to see what I can do with this guy. We get someone like, you know, some kind of like Chicote Calderon. You know, we signed Fuentes onto a six-month contract. But I feel like that's just in the case that, you know, if Chicote doesn't live up to the stands that we're looking for, or Chavarez, we got Luis Fuentes right there as all reliable. I feel like it's like a time for um, Jardine to just experiment with things out with, with the starting 11 of the players that he does have so i mean like where stability wise i would like to hope it be in the champions cup because that's i feel like it's the most important tournament for america right now especially you know it's been a drought america wants to conquer champs america needs to want to conquer champs now so i really feel like it's a time i said it last i was thinking the monterey game was gonna be the time you know we finally get a definite starting line but i really truly feel like it's this time around against real Esteli that jenny is probably gonna go with the best foot forward and put out the best one that he could possibly that he could possibly put into 
into the first game against the had said, I'm hoping for stability now, but if anything, I would not be surprised if he tries to rotate stuff in the first game in Nicaragua, and then at the second leg at home at the Azteca, he goes all out with the best team. We'll see. We'll see. And if stability we need, Ricardo's saying uh, Mosumbito needs to start next game, and I think that's uh, music to Brian's ears. Get him in there. <laughs> just so you can stand on the ball as <laughs> please we need I some need we need some flair we need that like <laughs> that, that you know indoor soccer flair going on dude the celebration well, my, my argument is that that's what brian brings to, to the table you know yeah yeah so we'll see but hey brian and Monsubito, the flair that america needs in nicaragua so hey who knows you know they could be them you can be the hero we need <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Well, um, well, that's it, gentlemen. America Monterrey. I mean, what more can we say? We can drag on about it all we want, but the reality is, America ends up getting the draw. Right? We'll take the positives where we can get them, and then work on the negatives. I, and I think that's something I had not mentioned too in his post game conferences. Like, obviously, you know, there's still things that we need to work on, but you know, there's it's a slow progression. Obviously, we don't have everyone that we that we want would want to, to have. Not to kind of you know demerit the players that are out there playing. Um, but we need to do better in these circumstances. So um, I, I think he understands that he is his own biggest critic at the moment. And so obviously you want to wash away any, any, all doubts, especially in a dominant performance away. And, and, and I know I get it. It's not the most toughest opponent in the world, but still it, it makes a statement to the fans, to the clubs and to the rest of the teams in the other competition that, Hey, they could be on third gear, but when they show up, they can show up. And I think you have to send kind of that clear cut message. And so hopefully that's the case. Um, AP Jr. saying, uh, God, no, no more Zumbito. If that's the case, we might as well buy uh, a panic forward. But have some faith. Come on. Have some faith. Have some faith, ladies and gentlemen. Have some faith. But all right. Um, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on from. Uh, from the Monterrey, talk a little bit of club news, and then we'll get to CONCACAF Champions Cup. The biggest news for America coming this week, obviously, was the signing of the Dutch winger. I know I'm going to butcher this, so I apologize. Uh, Javairo Dilrosen. Is that is that correct, AJ? Yeah, Javairo Dilrosen. Yep. That's as close as I'm going to get, to be honest. Um, honestly, kind of came out of left wing, and I think we owe this institution a little bit of an apology AJ especially maybe Banos because we said well Suarez is leaving there's no way we're going to get a replacement and we already know how this directiva works there's no way that they can actually get this done in a matter of 24 hours but 24 hours happened and just came out of the rumor mill that America was in for this Dutch winger playing out of Fenerbahce and then 24 hours later America posts a picture good night with that drawing and it automatically shows that hey america's in america got their guy and it's it's more than impressive to say the least yeah no gotta correct you again fire nord never play in turkey but no <laughs> there you go. i don't know i've been i've been wrong, the... wrong country guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> now, um, Nord, there you go <laughs> now, Rosen, um he'll be a good addition for america you know we're looking for a guy that can play on the right wing that can accompany um, I don't know they has because we're mostly being putting Brian now at that right hand side, and we kind of like his natural position on the left. So I feel like with a guy who could play on the left and the right, and if maybe is an attacking midfielder, it's a good addition to the team. You know, just looking at his stats all in all, got a couple of goals to his name, got almost like around like what 40 assists and around like 130 something as a fire nerd. Pretty good. He's the title winner with fire nerd recently on something minutes this team, which is you know, it's not, I see that we're adding someone who's got experience in winning trophies to be brought to a team that knows how to win trophies. So it's a good player to have someone like Dilrosan, who's got that mentality of wanting to win trophies and helping the team out as much as he can. So for America to get this guy in, like, what, in the span of, like, two days, across the America, across the Bionis, he just shut out the majority of the, America, of the America fan base at this point, this dude, and we end up being the 15th. I think at this point, Bionis is going to get that contract extension as much to make the America, America fans. He might get that contract extension for him to stay the sporting director, but no, Dilrosan, good signing for America, good pickup. It adds a lot of versatility to this squad, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do on the pitch for us. 
Absolutely. Dylan, in what twilight zone are we in in where America can get a transfer done in 48 hours? I just want to point out further I doubt it. You're the one that messaged us and be like, nothing's going to get done. And then I think there's another tweet saying, like, I told y'all nothing's going to happen. So, I mean, I, I feel like we're kind of in the same twilight zone because the, the pessimistic came out that nothing's going to get done, but then Wrong, so. I guess uh, yeah, no, like we're in the right twilight zone. I guess is what we should be saying because I, I guess that's what we want, right? To 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 get proven wrong in situations because I think Dylan says we've been doing this. How how have we suffered for these past what six years with this directiva and transfers and how slow things can be sometimes and names that have been thrown around, the likes of Arturo Vidal, the likes of. Um, De Vega, uh, I mean, just all these names that were kind of thrown up in the air and just for one reason or another never goes through. And we kind of you always feel like we get like the the last pickings of it. But it's just it's 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 a breath of fresh air to know that this that deals can get done in such a quick kind of way. And so, I mean, what more than than to applaud Banos, right? No. <laughs> no, all right. Well, I like it. I like it. Brian, you seem to be one of the most uh, excited when the news dropped uh, in between all of us about this guy. Uh, what are you looking forward to? What what he's bringing? I know AJ mentioned a couple of things, but to you, what what, what do you see in him that you think? All right, he's perfect for this America side. Well, I mean, there's always going to be question marks, but when you're coming, okay, you're not going to get a starter off a team like the one, the one he was on. Okay, you've got a championship winning team that plays at a really high level. And I know this is a little bit of like a, you know, win-win for both sides. He gets on the pitch on a, you know, in good, in a good stake situation, you've got America coming off a title and they're looking for more, you know? So there's that he's, he's not 34. Okay. So he, he like, he wants to get on the field and show what he can do. He fits in pretty much where we're going to need him. And like the Mexican league, you're not going to, most guys don't just play one direct spot. He's going to need to, you know, float around and be put in where he needs to play or, you know, where the manager is going to put him. So um, I'm excited for it because he's not just going in to just, you know, collect the paycheck type, type thing. Of course, there's question marks. Nothing, nothing can just be, you know, predicted perfectly. But, man, man with, with, with the way this team is, like, you've got to come in and be like, okay, this team just won. They're looking for more. They've got plenty of talent. I can just go right in there and show what I can do. So I'm, I'm excited to be honest. This is a, this is a rare signing to be honest, even for any team, yeah. you know? So uh, this is great for the Mexican league, in my opinion, to get a guy from you know, a team that just won their league. So I'm, I'm overall just, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to be excited for. So hopefully it goes smoothly. So that's, that's, that's Absolutely. I, I agree with you. And I think the thing I'm, mostly excited AJ's that you mentioned he can also play in that cam role and I feel like we don't have a natural backup for Diego Valdez who has gone down a couple of times and so to have someone that is creative that's pacey that can kind of break the lines and can fit in that role just as well as he can on the wing is going to be a huge plus for us right huge huge plus um and look it's it, it's also helps that you have someone that going to be bringing competition to that right-hand side. And we know that Sendejas maybe hasn't been at his best. I know Chris will sit here and try to defend him because of his defensive stats. Um, but I think that you also need to prove that you are capable of doing something forward. And I think he can add a little bit of something to it. And who knows, AJ, this might this might have been the best signing because it also brought out the best in Sendejas. And now we have a prime Sendejas again, you know, putting in crosses, scoring goals, and, you know, and, and it's just all around a positive if you want to look at it in that sense. So it's going to be interesting. Um, don't expect him to play tomorrow. He did not travel whatsoever. Um, but there are heavy rumors that if things go all well, then he could potentially come off the bench on Saturday against Leon, um, which should be an interesting one. It should should hopefully prove to be something good. Um, and I think the best thing about it as well is that you know that he was at least training with um with his team. He's not coming off like a, oh, he hasn't been playing for like four or five months because of an injury and all this and that. Give me Jeremy, 
uh, Jeremy Menez vibes, you know, that he like hadn't played for like God knows how long. And so, again, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Is he the first Dutch player to come play for America? I'm about to do some research research on that, but I really want to say he's the first Dutch player at America to play for us. And also just I, like I, learn. I just also learned now, like we just signed him like on a one year. I thought it was alone. Now nah, we got him like for the full year with that with an option to extend his contract yeah. out more. So nice. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to do the research as well. I, I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone in the comment section as well, if you guys know so, but I do believe he is the first Dutch. So we'll it's see what true. happens. I mean, that's why it's such a rare sign. <laughs> <It's not> like <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that's if why it's like it's like. Chile, I'd be like, okay, I mean, that's kind of like a regular move, but this is, mm-hmm. this is like totally left field. This I, is, I, yeah. I mean, he could have been the second if we got Luke De Jong back then when he was not. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. That's he right. Been the, he would have been the second. <laughs> Another name that could have potentially happened, but never did. Um, well, yeah, that's the biggest news. Um, Brian, I want to pick your brain at this just a little bit, but. We broke the news last week, of course, that America is going public in the stock market February 20th. Um, yeah, again, also one of the things that you're mostly excited about as well for, for this upcoming season. Uh, just want to pick your brains about it. Give me your two cents about all of this and, and kind of what you think, uh, good or bad for America. Well, I still need to see like a little bit more because there's some information that's not available. Um, at least that, that, you know, it's hard to actually find like information on this. I want to see like, yeah, it's, it's, it's we're going to be selling it. How you know, whatever. I know they have a, a set number of shares, which makes sense. Um, but I think it's overall good. I mean, this isn't the first team to do this. Um, and this is kind of like this is like it's such a different step and to get the public involved where you can actually buy shares in the team you love. I mean, that's you know, win win for both sides, technically, but. Um, yeah, I need to get rid of Fubo, my stock in Fubo, because that's been trashed. It's trashed horribly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Selling that, and then, you know, I know the Mexican market's different. Um, I believe there's certain accounts you can open up, um, but but, there, but we'll see. I mean, there's still some information, like I said, I need to look up, but yeah, it's, I've been waiting forever, because it was like, it got announced, and it was halted, and then there was no updates on it, so um, overall, I, I think it's really cool. Uh, and like I said, they're not the first. There's other teams. I think Dortmund did it too. Uh, Manchester United. So we're a big team. Why not? Why not be up there too? Yeah, no, and and it's huge, and it's huge because it just it there's there's a lot of um there's just a lot of possibilities that you open yourself up to, and um you know you you kind of taking control of yourself rather than to be tied with Televisa, um which again we'll see how this all goes down because it's it's gonna be important. How that first day goes in the stock market, who invests, who's going to be, obviously we know Escarga is going to be kind of the majority shareholder. That's kind of a given. Um, And then you kind of, then you kind of want to see who's going to be kind of that second bigger name to kind of buy, you know, majority of the stocks and then so on and so forth. And, and, And then we can get an idea of where the trajectory of the team is going and the finances and how things are going to be run and the structure is, is anything going to change? And so, it's something that we need to keep an eye on. And I know, you know, for some reason, some people might think, oh, the stock market does not really matters for what's going to be on the pitch, but who knows what, what could be the case. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the case is, but uh, we will have an in-depth podcast, like I mentioned to you guys. And Brian definitely is going to be featured on there and he's going to talk to us as to uh, how and when to sell. So, yeah. And like I said, well, I don't want to sell it. I want to keep it for a long time. <laughs> 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 like I said, like, from what I read, they, they're going to have a set amount of shares. So that's the other like enticing thing. Like, it's not like, you know, oh, we're just going to have it up there and just buy when you want to buy. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's some incentive. Yeah, I, I can't remember how many I'm, because I, I, I read the exact number AJ last yeah. week and I think it was like somewhere like 300 billion or something like that. Um, It sounds like a lot, but when you start thinking about how many fans there is and not anyone just going to buy just one stock and, and things go by quickly so my question to you Dylan is how many stocks are you no exactly that's why eat it up so um, like I said there's still things to wait for information I think it's really cool at the end absolutely absolutely Dylan how many stocks are you gonna buy um 
whatever, double whatever Brian's buying. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, stay in, stay in touch, guys, for that. We'll give you guys more up to date with everything going on in the world of Las Aguilas de la America. Other than that, of course, injury updates. Uh, no Henry Martin for what it looks like to be at least another two weeks, AJ's, from what I understand. looks like he's got a foot injury. Um, other than that, Kevin Alvarez, again, is going to be doubtful for at least uh, also another week. Um, anyone else that you know that is going to be out? Uh, else? Yeah, I think that's that's it. I mean, obviously, two huge... Um, two huge players and then Chris saying that this is a limited Diego Valdez although my question is when is he not limited this you know, always seems to be the, the case um, we'll see we'll see um, Ricardo saying Henry hasn't uh, re-signed either is this goodbye I don't necessarily think that's the case um, I'm thinking Henry's kind of holding out for a little bit more money I mean who can blame the guy really um I know he probably may have options to go maybe towards the MLS. That's the only more viable option that I see for him if he wants to get money. Europe, I don't think he would get paid the same amount that he does at America. Um, but if he doesn't want to chase his European dream, I don't think any of us can kind of say anything against that. But I don't think there's any reason to panic just yet, Dylan, as to the fact that he's not signed his contract just yet. So I do think that it's coming, uh, but it's a little bit on the back burner side of things. Yeah, I think uh, a few times too we've seen that with this uh, activity where you know you're 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 kind of coming toward the end and you're kind of wondering like is this player gonna get resigned? Then like the next day you get him signed for another two years or something. So I'm not really pressed about it. Yeah, same, same. So we'll see what happens. I don't think there's a reason to kind of worry about Henry's situation. But if we do hear anything uh, in the great mind, then we'll let you guys know. But I think as of right now, Henry should be fine. Um. All right, gentlemen, let's talk uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup, CONCACAF Champions League. I can't remember the other names that they used to have, but this name, this this tournament, Brian, has gone through more remodeling than any other tournament that I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like it's SCCL, CCL. It's like, yeah. 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 CONCACAF must have gotten some, real, some really good money out of somewhere because Obviously, it was the uh, the bank that was spon- the main sponsor, and now they're just we're back to being just Concacaf. So I, the, I, I saw the commercial. I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, come on." <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, color changed and everything too. So it's uh, it's gonna be. I'm sure five years from now, it's gonna change as well. So we'll Dude, we'll, look, we'll see what it's the... it's gonna be like. It's gonna be like Twitter rebanded its name as the X. Like, no, we're still calling call it Twitter. I'm like, I'm still calling yeah. it Conca Champs. That's like what yeah. everyone's known it for. So. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, nothing. Yeah, yeah, n- nothing. I mean, there's no better hashtag than CCL Fever. I mean, I tell me, tell me, how do you top that? You just can't. So. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yes, gentlemen, Concacaf Champions Cup is uh, upon us. Twenty-four hours before America kicks off against Real Esteli. Obviously, we knew the opponent coming in way in advance. Um, but I think we're all in agreement here that this is the competition for the season, right? Obviously, we're not going to discredit the league, and of course, yeah. America has to win that as well. But all in all, America needs to put all their kind of priority chips on this one the most because like we mentioned Brian the drought has been excessive for for a team of our caliber to go eight years without winning this trophy is ridiculous and not just that but this is this is going to be uh what our appearance after three years three years it's been three years since our last appearance yeah. 2021. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Solari. Yeah. That was a weird game. That didn't even feel like Concord Cat. No. You know what the weirdest thing about that game is? We we are the only team that did not get a second leg. Mm-hmm. It was a one and done for I I it was I guess during COVID the pandemic situation. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a COVID time situation. Um Every ter- every game, every final before that one was two legs, and every final after that one was two legs. So I, I it was frustrating to watch for sure, Dylan. 
was that in Monterrey that, that game? I, can, I don't remember. Yeah, it yeah. was. I remember there was like 10 minutes of stoppage time, but like yeah. everybody was a Medica fan was like, we're not scoring. Like we would have been close to scoring. The so, one rec- yeah. the one recollection I have of that was when Chucho Lopez like got a good look in injury time. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Somebody, it's over. Yeah. Somebody, it's over. That's it. The closest we're going to get. I remember that was yeah. the last thing. Man, poor Solari. I mean, that's the closest he ever got to lifting some silver with the America. I know. So then we be but yeah, if look. He, if he, he lifts it though, he, he stays long. It's true. True. Uh, yeah. True. We don't get like, we don't get Hardine. Like like Matosas. He he didn't win us the league, but he got but he got um, the Champions League. So. Yep. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. But um Obviously, the excitement is, is is real because now you understand. Yeah, I think there's some really good competition, uh, in 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 this tournament this season. Obviously, we know the Monterrey's and the Tigres side of the thing. The biggest name, obviously, being Lionel Messi coming into this one. The uh, the the possibilities of facing them in a final, I think, would just be very enticing. Um, but again, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I think we have to take it one game at a time, and one game at a time being Real Esteli, uh, being tomorrow. How do you think America comes out in uh, in this one, Brian? Do you think they come full force, or do they kind of do the typical Liga Mekis thing where ah, we're gonna put maybe like fifty percent of our 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 starters and throw the rest, uh, throw the youngsters out there and kind of field it out? I don't think quite like that. I would say maybe seven regulars and then four non. But you know, like okay, if this was FIFA, which please bring Mexican League back, FIFA. If this is FIFA, you win this 4-1, <laughs> yeah. right? But this is Concord. Oh, no, yeah. And this could be one of those, we get a 1-0, the 30th minute, we're feeling good, and then here comes a set piece. Uh-oh, it's 1-1. So, I, and like I said, I'm not really well-versed um, with Esteli, but I think we'll be still a pretty strong squad, and on paper, we should win. Will that look, will that look like a 4-1, or is that going to be a 2-1? to be seen, but I'm, I'm confident going into this. And I think the team is ready for something, you know, something different because we got what we wanted. We, we filled off that drought with the league. It's time for, you know, the CONCACAF, you know, like, and let's be honest, they try to make the CONCACAF champions cup, the league's cup, Apple TV, BS, you know, so this is the real deal. Yeah. This is the real deal. This is yeah. no bogus, you know, we're staying in, staying in a, a, a ho- like a hotel, like, you know, Motel 6 or something. With like For like three months. <laughs> yeah. Like Subway sandwiches and like, you know, but like, yeah, no, it's a yeah. real deal. So um, I want to get, you know, to show what we're really about. And we are champions in this, in this cup. And I know we have new faces, big, big teams, LAFC, Inter Miami. You've got your, you know, you get your Mexican League teams who are ready to roll. Um, but this is the real one. Like, this isn't no... Apple TV fake tournament. So um I'm ready for it. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not Apple TV. This is this this CONCACAF Champions Cup is gonna be brought to you by VIX, all right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're real. We're real for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so I will never invest in VIX. <laughs> we got, got CONCACAF League on VIX. I would not be surprised at some point to like, yeah, let's just oh, get the rest God. of CONCACAF Champions League, they throw it in there. well we'll see we'll definitely see dylan um what are the keys for america to win on on uh well tomorrow tuesday because i feel like only a win would be justifiable justifiable for this game right i I don't think any america fan walks away with this with another draw especially coming two two in a row and not making it three especially away against again no discredit to steli against a much weaker opponent than you've had in the previous two weeks. So what does America need to do in order to get the result, get the, get the win. And then from there progress and think about it the following. Week. I, yeah. I, I think just being on target, being accurate. I mean, I've seen the last game is far sure like, some, you know, uh, maybe off the post or or just slightly off, but you know, at the same time, you know, those are the chances that, that are going to be what Brian said, you know, are we going to walk away with a 2-1 or is it walk away with a 4-1? You know, because a 2-1-4-1 win are two totally different things. And so I think with the team being accurate with, with, with their shots, you know, just put a, a bunch of the back of the net, 
then, you know, I think that's whenever we see this team kind of slowly get to that fourth gear that you want to see. Ivan. Yeah. And, and I guess Ricardo puts it kind of just kind of blunt and saying that there's only one key to this and that's showing up and that's it really. It's showing up, AJ. Showing up, taking care of those chances, making sure that you're good. You're 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 not giving up anything. I mean, what does worry me is kind of like what Brian mentioned, right? You kind of get yourself in a comfortable mode. You kind of think that you won the game just because of the jersey you're playing, and then all of all of a sudden, set piece, boom, they're right back in it. Yeah, no. Um, against recent Central American opposition, we're calling right now Olympia 2021. That was a hard fought game. Um, two oh, two. Yeah. We only move four because of that way go rule. Comunicaciones. I think it was twenty nineteen. We we had to go to the limit into extra time, into which I think we almost lost that PK at the Azteca as well. Yeah. So I don't really underestimate any of these Central American sides because they're gonna play rough, they're gonna play tough, and they're gonna give any team that they play against the hardest time ever. You've seen it if teams away from Honduras, be from Nicaragua, Guatemala, like any of them. They're going to give you a really hard time. So it's really important for Omega to make that important first impression at Nicaragua. Just because, like everyone mentioned, just because of the jersey that you're wearing does not mean that you want to get it all maxi. No, you have to go and prove it for the 90 minutes. You can wear that jersey at the end of the day, but if you lose or you draw, that's going to give the home team that they're hosting the like, uh, America. They're like, all right, we stopped them. Just, all we just have to do now is um, finish it off at their home stadium. And that's something you never want to experience with an America fan. Is walking away from your either whatever Nicaragua, Honduras, Guatemala, a draw or a yeah, loss. No. That's really well, bad because at that point, I, think, I feel uh, like, oh, what? Uh, oh, I must have cut out then. But yeah, no, just most important. Just Jamaica, strong first impression that in that first game, they got to walk away with a win. No and ifs or buts about it. I would not accept a draw or a loss team in their first game. Yeah, I think a win is is a must, and there's kind of no two ways about it. It is what it is, and look, as America, that's kind of the standard wherever you go, really. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see exactly what happens in that sense. Um, I, I'm gonna throw out a, a, a starting eleven, and you guys kind of say whether or not you agree with it. So I'm going Malagón in net. I'm going Emilio Lara again on the right, Chicote on the left. Cáceres, and then I'm going Ramon Juarez just because I think Igor got injured. And so I don't think he's going to kind of risk him whatsoever. So then in the midfield, I'm going Jonah Fidalgo. Um, and then I'm going on the right, Sendejas on the left, Brian. And then I think you see um, Quinones in the camp position, which we he has played before. Um, and then you're going up top with um, what's his name? I know his last name is Hernandez, but Ilian what's Mbappe. his first name? As, as Chris likes to call him, Ilian. <laughs> Ilian Mbappe. There you go. Yeah, Ilian Mbappe. That's that's the starting eleven that I could see America going with tomorrow. Gentlemen, do you agree? Disagree? Who do you change out of that starting eleven? I think that's a good that's a good eleven. I think it's a good play put in Juarez. I, I like him. Good game for him to play. Ryan would be interesting. Um, honestly, if you want to talk about getting like a rhythm, getting confidence for Hernandez, this is the game, you know, because he's not going to be he's not going to be the first slot, you know, in the future. But if he can make a name for himself, he can definitely be getting time down the road. So that's another. That would be that's definitely a good. Uh, 11 in my opinion and good enough to win good enough to win mm-hmm. no yeah of course and, and I think that's the important part about it uh Ilian I think it has shown bits and pieces that he can be a really good striker just needs to put the ball in the back of the net Dylan and then we kind of will hopefully see him grow from that aspect um but out of out of that starting 11 bunch who is kind of like your player to watch for this one um, for me, um, I, I, I go, I'm going with, uh, you know, some of the starters, you know, some of the starters that you're kind of predicting that, you know, aren't going to be those people or the thing like, I'm on what is, uh, not picking one even uh, even the, 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 um, like Brian said, these are the games that 
do want these players to start to catch that rhythm, catch good form forward because um, you never know when those injuries are going to pop up and is, you know, is the next man up, you know, oh, oh like, you know, if Fernandez do aren't on good form, then I'm not really worried about that of, of stepping up and same with the widest too. You know, uh, with Igor down, you know, this is a great game for him to get going if he does get that starting that starting on tomorrow. Um, so I'm just looking for these for, at these players that who aren't going to be your week in week out starters to kind of step up and catch that wh- rhythm and help this team go into that fourth gear. All right, I like it. Um, Ricardo saying he would bench Jonathan Dos Santos and Chris would put uh, Richard Sanchez in for for Jonah, and I could see that happening too. Jonah maybe could use a little bit of a rest with you know I, I know his legs are kind of getting up there. Not saying that he's not capable of playing this game but i think again you don't risk him if you don't need to and richard i think has a point to prove after getting that red card aj yeah no uh it will be also great you know to have someone on that field that you know can let him uh, rip out a long one from like 30 yards out be seeing richard go with those golazos from outside the box i feel like that's something i feel like america's been missing because the only other person i can really think will be like a diego valdez but i feel like this is like a time for richard sanchez you know get some minutes off the bench after from the from the silly um foul that he did in the league, so it's a good time for him, you know, give him some mitts, see what he can do. He could definitely add add um some attack going forward, especially with um what we're gonna ha- hopefully have going forward in the game against the Eddie. So for Richard to start, I mean, I ain't gonna complain. I'll be fine with that if we venture something for. And Chris made a good point because I was gonna bring this up too. Was Naveda because that's this was actually a really good game. Give him some more minutes because mm-hmm. we're gonna need. You know, a lot of help in the midfield in this run. So I do agree with that 100%. Uh, that's another name I could definitely see in there. And you were saying, like, who, who to watch out for? In my opinion, it's the, it's the guy that has the target on him, Lara. Can he come back in? Oh, yeah. Go completely blank in the head. Forget that previous game. Go do it. You know, you, know, you know how to do. Look at that assist. I mean, that was a beautiful assist. So, like, just run off of that. And when that ball gets in the area, boot it. Like, you know, you're kicking a field goal. Like, forget, forget this. Like, try to, like, Position yourself to stop it and maybe make a pass out. Forget that. Just boot it and on the offensive end, just keep sending those crosses in because those were really nice. So that's my guy to watch, to be honest, if he plays. So uh, that's just my two, you know, two cents on him. All right. AJ? You know what? I think no one has mentioned it yet. Chicote, I feel. He's starting to get, he's starting to build rhythm now. He's got some minutes and games under, under his belt for America so far. That last game against Monterey looked really solid, honestly. Like I mentioned before, I don't recall those really moments where a lot of really pulling at him. I think he's finally starting to get himself accustomed and playing for America, you know, receiving the booze of her. But I feel like this is a really good game for him, especially, you know, he's going to be away. Now you're probably be hearing much of the booze coming from the stands. Actually, because I feel like this is the time, you know, just like Lara, he could forget, Lara could forget the mistake he did in Rachikota. He can now cancel the booze out completely and play his game out for the full 90 minutes. I feel like this is really a time for Chicote to really prove himself. I would love to see him get an assist. We already seen an assist from more our fullbacks than Emilola. I would love not to see Chicote just out of no one for to make a shirt. And if not, hey, if anything, I would like to see a Chicote for him. Look, did that against us when he was in Chivas. Come on, I need to see some of that from him now. I would love to see him just going from like 30, 35 yards out. That'd be wonderful to see. But all in all, he could have a really solid performance the full 90 minutes and look like one of the best to make up players in the defense. I'll be really happy for Chicote to do that. I mean, it'll be impressive. That's for sure. And so we'll have to wait and see. Um, I got to watch his Quinones. Um, I just think that he has had a couple of opportunities that gone to miss already. I know that you guys know that I just bag on him whenever I get the opportunity, but all in all, out of, you know, jokes aside, um, I need him to be the catalyst for this team going forward, especially in this competition. Um, what he brings to the table, very few other players in this competition can do, right? And so I think he's in the class of his own and he needs to showcase that. Um, and I know sometimes it's difficult to do it in, in an away end, but again, this is why you, you bring a player of his caliber into the team. He showcased it, showcased it last season and I need him to, again, start producing that kind of form this season. Um, and then we'll see. We'll see exactly what the case is. But for me, I think it's Julian Quinones, the man to watch, score a goal or two. And I know I hate it whenever he scores these tap-ins, but even if that's the case, I just, I need him to score. And that's plain as simple. So we'll see what happens. 
Looks like Chris is on my side saying Quinones yeah. to me. Uh, I think Henry Absence unique. Quinones to put the team on his back. Too many misses from a player who is good enough to score a lot more. Um, well, I guess Chris put it perfectly in that sense. So we'll see what happens in that aspect. Um, anything else regarding this game that you guys want to put out there right now? Um, uh, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, it looks no. like all of you guys had something. <laughs> That's for a joke. Uh, Real Estate, they got a Mexican player, Ivan Ochoa. That's Ivan <laughs> from a whole other planet. If he was on oh, son. This so, is a different parallel universe. Exactly. Right? Dude, or, dude's got a CONCACAF Champions League on this belt of Pachuca. He's won a league Tower of Pachuca. And I think he's got a league Tower Leon. So, look, he may have not wow. been a goalkeeper. But, hey, dude, if it was in the alternate universe, you at least won more league and make a thousand Guillermo Ochoa. So, be proud of that, Ivan. If that was the case. There, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dylan? No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. Brian, what were you going to add? What I was going to say was outside of like individual players, one thing, obviously this game should be different. We should have way more of the ball. But one thing that was disappointing in the previous game, it wasn't just one one guy. It was like Zendejas did this, Pidago did this. It was like as soon as they got to the area, right outside of the box, there was like a lack of idea of like what you want to do. There were some slips. There was like chucking the ball like there wasn't like the quite crisp pass or like idea so i want to see more of like a you know one two move let's go and the java just butchered one again he, he turned yeah. left he cut left and it's like you gotta shoot or you gotta make a pass that like he ran into it dude and god, god like, i remember that i'm just like dude this is the time like you're you one to, like, shot to really prove. yeah, yeah so i want to see it collectively not just an individual player Fix that because you're going to have the ball. I know, you know, different circumstances, but um, I'm excited. I'm going to put a bet on this if it's available for drafting FanDuel. I'm going. I'm going four goals. At three point five goals are going to be scored. So hopefully it's All not right. a game. Okay, <laughs> I was just about to ask for you guys' prediction. So Brian's going with four goals. Is it is it just a four zero for Manico, or where are these four goals coming from? I'm going to because they're at home. I'll give it three one. I'll give it three. A three one. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, I like it. Piece. Well, now you guys know exactly. That piece total blunder. It won't be on Lara. It's just gonna like bounce off one of our heads. They're gonna hit the post and it's gonna go in. You know, one of those goofy, goofy plays. But we'll bounce back. We'll be it's gonna go off Malagon's head and just go in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, it's just one of those you gotta like br- brush, brush off, and then yeah, three one. So I, I want three point five goals. It's gonna be one of those pro club goals that you're just like, how lucky can you get in that situation? Yeah, right off, right off the bat. Absolutely. <laughs> AJ, what's your prediction? Uh, I want to go three-one America. I feel like Estelle's definitely gonna be getting a goal off us in some way, shape, or form. Just knowing they're at home, and I feel like they're gonna get that goal. Or I feel like it's gonna be a momentum goal, but then we just kind of like crush it and just like get one back. So three-one America. Three-one. Also, you're not the only one alone. Uh, besides Brian's prediction, uh, AP Junior saying three-one uh, America, but it's going to be a snooze fest of a game. Um. How snooze fest of a game can it be when it's four goals? But trust me, it's impossible. I, yeah. I feel like we'll they're score. Possible. It's feel like we'll score, but it's we're gonna it's gonna be so dead. Or I feel like no one's doing nothing until goals. Yeah, like right. oh, a goal happens. Nice. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Okay, Dylan. Uh, sorry, Brian, but I'm gonna go uh, three nothing. Oh, well, three nothing. I like yeah, it. I like it. And you're not alone either. <laughs> Yeah, Chris saying 3-0 as well. Rayo, Brace, and Julian for one. Interesting. Uh, yeah, um, I don't want to jinx myself, but doing four. You don't want to you don't want to go reverse jinx like you like no. like you tend to do on podcast, Brian? Learned your lesson. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um well none of you guys are uh, optimistic as Ricardo. Say six one. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cover cover the goal. Yo, at that yeah. point, Christian would be saying we bet the house at this point. He'd be saying that. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not going to be as enthusiastic as Ricardo, but I will go with a 4 0. Um, and that just seems outrageous, to be honest, really. But um, I, I do think if we do get to reach 4 0, uh, um, excuse me, if we do get to reach fourth gear, then I do think we can go and, and dominate. Um, I do think it's important to kind of walk away with uh, with a clean sheet. Um, I mean, it's not going to matter. Obviously, the away goals are going to count more for us since we are the away team. 
but like a dominant performance, you kind of lock it up in the back. And, you know, this defense has been looking solid enough to kind of keep clean sheets, especially because of Malagon. So I would like to keep that trend going. Um, and look, score, 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 score. I know we've been in a slump. Um, I know that we've been missing opportunities, but hey, if this can be the catalyst that drives you forward and unlocks kind of like your final third passing, then so be it. Take it as your opportunity to score goals, build up that confidence, get these players the minutes that they need to, build up that repertoire, and then hopefully reap the rewards afterwards. And 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 you know, go into Leon thinking, okay, I just came away from from a really good game. I won three four zero. Go in there, score a couple more goals, and kind of just a snowball effect, really. And so hopefully that that could be the case for for America come Tuesday. So. Uh, game is going to be live uh, via through the N. So you guys, that game is going to be at 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Uh, make sure you guys follow us over on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting. Make sure you guys follow Brian as well, um, as he is going to be just just putting random stuff on there. And I love it. I love following memes, Brian memes, sometimes. Uh, Absolutely the best. Well, and you, you, you love CONCACAF uh, Champions League for this type of stuff. There's always some wacky clip to put on. Oh, yeah. You remember when I put the fake batteries on the pitch? Yeah. <laughs> I said, this is what happens in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> look out for, you know, memes and you know, other fun stuff. Yeah. But in all seriousness, we're going to keep a close eye on this one, obviously. So America has a lot, a lot to do. And hopefully... A good result here can, again, be the catalyst to drive them forward. And hopefully we get to see a much better side of America. And that way we can come back next week, talk second leg, and also talk, hopefully, a good result away at Leon as well. So we'll see what happens. Um, now, for those of you who stayed and stick around for trivia, I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. I have posted the, um, the link over on the chat. I'm going to do so as well over on Instagram, if for whatever reason you guys are watching on Instagram. Um, so make sure you guys go answer that. It is a trivia question centered around the CONCACAF Champions League and America. So uh, have some fun with that. It, it's, it's been a great time. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. Keep you guys up to date with everything going on in our season-long trivia. I just posted uh, the league table a couple hours ago as well. It's heating up at the top. And so get your point in, get your bonus points in every, every week on the podcast. And uh, we throw a couple of bonus questions over on Twitter as well. So follow us so you guys are up to date with that. Okay, gentlemen, with that said, anything else you guys want to talk about in regards to America, CONCACAF Champions Cup? Or do you um, think we've said everything that needs to be said? Chris mentioned in chat, uh, America confirmed to be playing the Estadistica for the rest of the season. That might not be true. Uh, so uh, my rumor is that America is actually going to be playing the second leg against Real Esteli. At um, the Stadio, what is it called? I know it's the Stadio Azul, but that's not the proper name for it. It was Stadio de Ciudades, or I, yeah, I can't Ciudad remember the name. Estadio uh, Ciudades Deportes, if I'm correct. Yeah, Estadio Ciudades Deportes. Um, that is rumored to be the venue for the second leg at Real Esteli. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the Tudene broadcast that came out when they announced um, the World Cup situation. It looks like they're planning 18 to 24 months of remodeling at the Azteca. So if it is going to be a two-year plan, I do think that we would need to kind of be out of there sooner rather than later. So I don't see us sticking around all the way till April, potentially pushing that all the way to May yeah, I think with that, the year. That, that doesn't sound right. That sounds like they're going to get out of there fast. Yeah. yeah. So they need to, they need, we need to start pushing out. So um, if that is the case in America, will not completely finish their season at the Estadio Azteca. So, um, again, look, more news is going to shed light by uh, next week. So, actually, by the end of this week, to be honest. Um, so, keep it, uh, keep an eye on, on our social media. Uh, we'll keep you guys up to date. Um, but I know that there was a huge rumor saying that, yes, America is going to be playing there for the rest of the season. Um, but now, that's not going to be the case. So, we'll see what happens. There's, there's a lot that's still, a lot of moving pieces at the moment. So, it's neither here nor there yet. Um, and until we, they have finalized something, then um, we'll talk about it here and we'll confirm it for you guys. So, uh, Chris saying, uh, but didn't they say Nations League games are being played at the Azteca? 
I don't, I don't believe so. But I mean, we'll see. But Dylan's right. Source, Chris. Tag us with your source. Boy. Salcha boy. Salcha boy. <laughs> Salcha. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, then I guess that's pretty much it. Well, um, well, if that's it, I just want to say thank you, gentlemen. Uh, thank you, AJ. Thank you, Dylan. And most importantly, thank you, Brian, for coming out and talking all things CONCACAF Champions League. And as an added bonus for all of you guys who do enjoy Brian on the podcast, he will be throughout Club America's journey with us in the CONCACAF Champions League. He'll be coming on and talking all things Club America and CCL Fever. More batteries on the pitch means more Brian on the podcast. Photoshop should be fun. AI, now go. AI, I, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, lost. you have an. <laughs> Let's get a win and, and then put, put glasses on all the players. Come Yo, facts. I'm not yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's the picture Dylan. we need. Yeah, I'm about. To, I was about to mention <laughs> that too. Like you and Dylan got glasses, so. Yeah. Here we go. That'd be perfect. Absolutely perfect, Dylan. Thank you so much. I know you just made it right after out of work. We see you rocking the jacket. So, thank you for coming on, man. This is this is uh, my secondary press, but I'm not wearing. There you go. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, and we know it's a busy year for you too, right? Election year, so we'll 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 take any chance that we can get you on. So thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. And then of course AJ as well. Thank you, and um, yeah, to all of you guys in the chat, thank you so much, Midwestern Cholo, Louis, AP Junior, Dolph, Ricardo, Chris, all of you guys. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week talking all things Club America. Hopefully, we have. Uh, a, a lot a lot of good things to talk about America coming into next week with that said though you guys take care be safe and as always Arriba America ladies and gentlemen this was another production of the Eagle Eye podcast the number one source for all things Club America in English make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye podcast and get all the latest news and coverage And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.